Hello. This is... You're well wrapped up, huh? You warm enough? <laughs> yeah, I am, thanks. <laughs> Wonderful weather. Uh, I've been hoping it would snow. Ah, oh, Jesus. Oh, thanks. <laughs> what can I get you, sir? Ooh, um, a pint of the black, please. Coming right up. Well, actually, no. Could you make that a whiskey, please? Or something Irish. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. No problem. Thanks. So, um... You're over for the Christmas, is it? No, no, I, I'm living here. No. Yeah, I sold up my business and moved back to the homeland this summer. Right, very good. Is that a guitar in your back? Yeah, I'm a musician. I'm enjoying busking and open mic nights at the moment. Yeah, music yeah. is my life, and that's kind of where it's at for me right now, you know? Right, fair play. None of that in here, though, yeah? No live music here tonight. No, of course. <laughs> I just came in from a bit of busking. Oh, did you make much? Yeah, I don't do it for the money. Right. So, uh, you live in local? No, I, I live uptown, but I'm here tonight for a date. Tinder, is it? Yeah, how'd you guess? Half a Dublin's on that fucking thing. I wouldn't touch it myself now with a ten-foot barge pole. Sure isn't everyone on that just looking for the ride. Really? The ride as in sex, right? Yeah. No, I, I don't think that that's fair. Well, it's a great way to meet women for a guy like me, and I'm not only looking for the ride. <laughs> you know, I, I want a relationship, and I have a really good feeling about this lady. Her name is Anya, and she is so cute. She's really smart and funny. In fact, she reminds me a little bit of my mother. So have you actually met her? No, but... We have messaged, and uh, I have seen three photos of her. Here, take a look. Uh, yeah, I took some screenshots here. She is fairly attractive, all right, but beware, man. I have seen it all in here. You know, people meeting up after using fake photos, you know, skinny old photos, a whole lot. She could be a minger. Uh, a what? Um, uh, nothing. <laughs> Do you know what? There was a lad in here last week, right? And he was showing me his Tinder thing on, on his phone. He was swiping away through all the women. I've seen three women sticking their tongues out in their photos. And I don't know what that's all about. And there's another woman, right? She was using them filter things on her pictures, you know? You know where they stick the animal ears and mm -hmm. the nose and the mouth and all on them? And their faces, like... <laughs> I mean, who, who wants to date a fucking gerbil? <laughs> yeah, fair point. No, I've seen it. I don't get it either. <laughs> Do you want to grab that table over there by the Christmas tree? Yeah? I'll give her a nod for you when she comes in, if you like. Yeah, great idea. Uh, thank you. Uh, could you put that on the tab for me, please? On your tab? No problem. Yay, great. Thank you. Um, my name is Donald. And yours? Mick. Nice to meet you, Mick. Nice to meet you, Donald. Showed me a picture, yeah? Told me he was meeting you. Oh, where is he? Over over there. The, the little fellow with the cap and, and the guitar on the chair beside him. What? Are you sure? 
No, that's that's definitely him, yeah. You look great, by the way. He's dying to meet you. <sighs> I'll have a gin and tonic, please. Put your purse away. It's uh, it's on Donald's tab. <laughs> I'll follow you over with it. Right. Thanks. Go on over. I'll, I'll bring the drinks. It's okay, you'll be grand. He's a really nice fella. <laughs> oh, for Jesus' sake. Donald? Hi. Wow. <laughs> you are beautiful. Uh, uh, thanks. Here you go, on you. One gin and tonic. You can hang your coat up there in that hook if you like. Uh, uh, no, you're grand, thanks. Uh, um, I, I'll hang out. I, I just, I'll keep it on. I'm still a bit chilly. <laughs> right, you be. Enjoy, folks. <laughs> so, what? Uh, you look amazing, Anya. <laughs> You're exactly as I pictured. I was telling my sister Deirdre about you on Skype last night. Oh. Oh. Well, uh, uh, Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. Uh, ha uh, happy Christmas, Donald. Uh, cheers, and uh, thank you very much for the drink. You're welcome. Um, you know, you look a little bit different to your photo. Really? Yeah. It seemed. Uh, well, I don't know. I guess taller? I have lost a few pounds. Oh, okay. Uh, um, it's it's really very nice to meet you. Uh, I'm not that keen on Tinder, you know. Um, I'm not really looking for a relationship. Uh, oh, um, it's very hard to no. find the right person, but yeah, course, friendship I, is also really good. I'm, no, no, if no, I'm no, honest, no. it maybe it's it's probably a better option. No, for me you, you 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 don't have to worry, Anya. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, I think you're hot. I, I loved your messages. You are so funny. In fact, you remind me a little bit of my mother. <laughs> did, did I mention that she died last year? Oh, yeah, you did. You mentioned that. Look, I'm, I'm very sorry about your mom. Uh, you, you mentioned that in your messages? No, yeah? of course. I'm, I'm I so did. sorry. Sorry. No, um, <laughs> but I, 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 I do know what you mean about Tinder, though. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're my third date. <laughs> not tonight. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not that guy. <laughs> no, uh, no, but uh, whew, the other two were disasters. Disasters? Uh, what, what are we talking? Disaster disasters? Oh, my God. The first one, oh. I got chatting to her online, and, and she seemed so nice, you know? But she lives in Limerick, so I say, no problem, and we arrange for me to go and meet her in a hotel there. Now, the problem is, I have not got a clue where Limerick is, but you know, I rent the car anyway, and I get a map, and I was feeling pretty proud of myself, you know. I find my way on the N7, and I'm making my way there, and I'm following the map, and I'm on the highway, but people are being surprisingly hostile to me, you know, giving me the middle finger, and, oh. hey, buddy! And but then I realize that I'm in the wrong lane, and when I try and change over, the cops, the guardie, pull me over. Oh, God, the guards, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, I have no idea where I am, and the cop asks me, what am I at? I tell him, yeah, I, I have a hot date in Limerick, and I'm lost. <gasps> you said that to a guard. <laughs> you did not. I did. <laughs> and the guard just laughs and goes, ha, Americans, listen, I think you need to get off this motorway. So, I ask him, you know, how do I get to her, and I show him the hotel on the map. He actually gave me directions. He was so nice. And then he says, and don't let me catch you causing trouble on this motorway again. And good luck with your woman. <laughs> nah, you would never get that in the States. I was waiting for him to pull a gun on me. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, of course. Oh, great accent, by the way, Donald. Oh, thank you. <laughs> 
did you uh, did you meet that woman in the end? Oh, well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When are you here? Um, so I arrive, you know, having found my way. I was a little bit shaken, but, you know, I checked in, had a couple of beers in the bar while I'm waiting for her, and then I see her arrive, and she looks lovely. Oh. But here's the worst part. She sits down, and I ask her what she would like to drink, you know. And I'm all set to tell her about my trauma and getting there, and she goes, Listen, Donald, I'm not going to waste your time. I'm not feeling the tingle. And she got up and walked out. Oh, oh my God. Oh, Donald. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is just awful. Oh my God, what a bitch. The tingle? Mm-hmm. Oh, Donald. Oh, what did you do? What could I do? No tingle. Yeah. I couldn't drive back home. I'd already had a couple of beers, so you know, I stayed there alone that night and headed home alone the next day. Oh, God. Sorry. Oh. Hey, you think that's bad? <laughs> I have another. Oh, yeah. The next woman, a Polish lady named Anna. Now, we exchanged emails and photos. She was a writer. Fiction. I checked out her stuff. It was really good. So, you know, we got on so well that I arranged to meet her in the Brazenhead pub. You know what? Yeah, I do. Yep. Yeah, well, you know, I arrived and the pub was really busy as, you know, it was open night night that night. And, you know, my plan was to get up and sing for her. <laughs> oh, wow. That was brave. Well, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I'm waiting and I'm waiting. No sign. <laughs> so I text her. No reply. So eventually I go up to the bar guy and I show him her photo and ask him, you know, has he seen her? And he goes, oh, yeah, she came in here about a... Half an hour ago, took one look at you and walked out. It was so brutal. Oh, oh gosh, Donald. Brutal. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, uh, oh my God. I, uh, what were you going to sing for her? <clears throat> help! I need somebody help! You know, Beatles. Uh, uh, yeah, I know the Beatles, yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan. I think oh. they're a bit overrated, actually. Okay. Do you know, I really, Donald, you have met some really mean people. Oh, God, I, I, I don't know who was worse in that last story. The woman or that horrible bar guy? Yeah. I had a mad experience myself, only just last week. I arranged to meet this guy at the coffee rooms in Avoca in Malahide. Do, do you know the castle? Sure. Um, it was broad daylight, so zero alcohol involved, and... He told me that he was a poet and, well, he looked very handsome in his profile picture. So I arrived and I couldn't see him anywhere. Then I noticed that there was a man looking at me, a very small man with a hump on his back. Uh, I took no heed and I went to get my coffee. And the next thing I hear, Anya! And uh, this man with the hump is talking to me. Are you Brian? I asked him and he said yes. I actually nearly died. I couldn't breathe. I felt I was going to hyperventilate, so I asked him to come outside with me so I could catch my breath. And we sat on a bench, and I, and I asked him, why? Why did you use fake photos? Like, you're clearly not the man in the photograph. Yeah, and what did he say? Well, he just kept saying sorry, and I, I told him, you do realise that you set yourself and me up for a failure by doing this. I, I was so dishonest. Yeah. And that is so sad. Huh? For him. Huh? Well, did... did it can't be easy having a disability. And women can be pretty ruthless, you know? I can't imagine how hard it would be if I had a hump. Maybe the guy was just lonely. Listen, 
We all have our humps, but if it's visible, you must declare it. It it was really unfair. I could actually handle a hump. I'm a nurse. I've handled far worse in my time, believe me. But it was the the lying. Do do you know what he said then? But I have a free house in Wicklow. He was a fucking looper. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely wasn't feeling the tingle. (laughs) Jeez, were you not tempted by the house in Wicklow, though? You know, the Garden of Ireland and all that? (laughs) No, I was not. I got out of there like my arse is on fire. Oh, actually, Donald, it's getting warm. I'll just take off my coat. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Can I can I take your coat for you? Ah, ah well, thanks. No, no, sure. Just I'll put it here beside me. Thanks, anyway. You know, I think that fantasy can take over when you're chatting to people online. You don't really know each other, so it can lead you to creating something that isn't there on real life. Based on what? On, on a few photos, a few messages. I think real life runs way faster than fantasy. Donald, sorry, does this make any sense to you? Sure, tell me about it. <laughs> you know, it's taken me a while to get the hang of it, too. Come here. Stay to some of the people on it. <laughs> right? Yeah, all sorts. I've seen a 58-year-old farmer Pat from Tipperary with his tongue hanging out in every photo. I mean, that to me was the limit. Uh, not to mention all the men who say, swipe left if you're a drama queen, please, on their profiles. Code for no neurotic women, I guess. Cheeky bastards. Sure, who'd want to date a fella like that anyway? <laughs> yeah, losers. <laughs> I mean, life is drama, isn't it? <laughs> and I know plenty of neurotic men. <laughs> hey, and what about the woman who said, swipe left if you live with your mother? Oh, God, <laughs> did she? Yeah. Ara, don't mind her. Uh, you know, Donald... It's really not all that bad. I met my husband online and we had eight wonderful years together. We didn't have any children, but he was wonderful. Ah, meeting people in real life is really hard at our age. (laughs) You know, our first date was just awful. He turned up drunk wearing a Chelsea jersey. Really? (laughs) It was fair enough, really, as Chelsea had won the league that day. Well, that's fair enough, then. (laughs) I... He always said to me that that was the happiest day of his life. Uh, well, you know, not just because Chelsea won the league, but because, well, he met me as well. And... Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I, I got that when you said it. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm so sorry. I, I know you told me that you were a widow. What happened? Oh, well, he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and, well, he died very suddenly. But t- ten weeks after we got the news, so that was two years ago now. Oh, don't like Oh, I've just recently joined Tinder, so I'm not very good at it. But, well, I'm here and I'm taking a chance. (sighs) The last two Christmases without him were, oh, they're really tough. Yeah. That is so sad, Anya. You know, my mother had cancer also. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you. But, you know, she had lived her life, a good life. I nursed her. She lived with cancer for four years. Some people would question a 50-year-old man living with his mother, but it was a privilege for me. I did everything for her. I don't know about you, and I don't know how you've coped, but I'm glad you're here. Yes, I am too, Donald. And you're so right about it being a privilege. I cared for my husband too. It came naturally, I suppose, being a nurse. But as painful as it was, you know, it was still a really beautiful thing to be with him. 
Extraordinary things happen when someone you love is dying. That is so true. We had so many moments of beauty. You get to be surrounded by love in your final moments. Well, I guess that's the way to go. <laughs> it is. I see it all the time in work, yet it hit me like a truck when it happened to me. Grief is very physical, too, don't you think? Oh, for sure. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I, I felt this pain in my chest. I, I still do sometimes when it catches me, you know, that she's gone. Yeah. And other times I... I, I feel her energy around me. Yeah. Of course, you know, she wasn't my wife, so I'm sure your loss is at a different level. You know, you expect your parents to die when they're aging in front of you. Yes. Oh, at least I still have my parents, and, ah, oh, well, they're their best. My whole family are, um, they really loved him. Mm. Yeah, everyone loved him. <laughs> and I get real comfort from the kindness of people and, and from talking to other people who've experienced the same thing. <laughs> Comes to all of us. Do you know the positive thing, though, Donald, for me, is that I'm not afraid of dying anymore. And I try to find meaning in the loss by doing things in life that make me feel alive when I can. Yeah, that is so beautiful. You <laughs> know what you just said there, the meaning in the loss? <laughs> I should write a song for you about that. <laughs> oh, my God. You are mad. But uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it's very sweet of you. <laughs> hey, w wherever they are, I'm sure they're in a better place. True. Do, do you believe in God, Anya? <laughs> no. Uh, no, but I'm spiritual. I mean, that's... It's really helped me cope, actually. I meditate and, like, I spend a lot of time in nature. I walk. Really grounds me. Are you religious, Donald? Yes, I am. I'm a Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Though I don't always go to Mass, and I have no problem with anyone else's beliefs. I think spirituality comes in many forms, and it can bring such wisdom when you connect with it. Often, li like you say, through nature. Y nature walks are the best, and, and, and oh, the ocean. <laughs> uh, but I find that prayer grounds me too, you know? <laughs> My folks were quite religious. I think it helped to keep them connected to their Irish roots. And then I guess that was passed on to us. Oh, so you have brothers and sisters then? Yeah, just me and my sister. Yeah, we got our inheritance off my mom, I sold my business, and I made the move here. So, I'm finding my feet in this great city, <laughs> living the dream. <laughs> well, yeah, all things considered. <laughs> hey, and guess what? My mom was a nurse, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, she and my father emigrated to the States in 1953. They were both from New Ross, County Wexford. Uh. I always knew that I was going to move here, you know? Our heritage was everything to us. Huh. There's not a rebel ballad that I don't know. Did I mention that I'm a musician? Because I'm going to give you a sample oh, yeah, here, you, you know? Did. Uh, armored cars and oh, tanks and guns came the day go crazy. that in here. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Nick. <laughs> eh, can I get you two another one? Well, yeah, please, Mick. Uh, Anya, it is Christmas. Yes, yes, please. I'll have another. A double. Coming right up, folks.
The Tingle stars Michael Bates as Donal and Deborah Wiseman as Anya, with additional performances from Jed Murray as Barman. Created and written by Lisa Walsh, directed by Edwin Milan. Sound engineer was Ian Faulkner, with sound design by Ian Faulkner and Siobhan Callahan. Sound editing by Jamie Highland. Produced by the Core Ensemble in association with the Dublin City Arts Office and Dublin City FM. With special thanks to Ray Yates, Jack Gilligan and the Bohemian Bar, Fibsborough. Featuring original music by Sean Doyle.